everybody, and welcome back to Let's Talk PMA, episode number three. I'm Allie. And I'm Jessica. Today on episode three, we are going to talk about control with our mental toughness. Yeah, major control, right, Allie? We um, have had two episodes. This is our third, and um, crazy. It's um, lots of learning. We had an episode last week that we struggled with, um, more not just topic, but um, definitely some technical difficulties. Technical <laughs> difficulties for sure. So we have revamped. We've learned. We're ready to go. We're in control of this episode. I hope. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> so. I was thinking, you know, I was looking at the video and you had said, gosh, mom, you look kind of angry. And I thought, I don't want to look angry. And why is that? And um, I really wasn't in a good headspace last week and was thinking about why. And I just had a lot going on and worked through it. But um, as, you know, people, we always have things that we're working through and there's times that we just get down and there's times that we get in our heads and get in a bad space. And, um, you know, even though I always want to be at that positive person and always want to give that, you know, advice to help you grow and to learn, I struggle with it too. And I think we all do. I know you've come to me, you know, before and just been in that bad headspace. And how do we control that? Yeah, I mean, everyone goes through it. Um, I know for us right now, we have a lot that we're working on, um, a lot that we're trying to learn and put together. And um, it can be overwhelming because a lot of it's such new things. Um, and so it's very, very overwhelming for us. Um, so sometimes it's hard to be like super motivated or be in that positive headspace just because it's, it's a challenge for sure. Um, and that can go with anything, you know, anything new, anything that you're not super comfortable with. It's so easy to just like get that negative headspace because it's challenging. <laughs> it's hard. Well, we get, you know, we have what we have is our, you know, our mind takes control and takes control of our thoughts sometimes and our past or whatever, you know, has happened to us. And, and we have other people in our heads, we have other situations in our heads, and they all come to a head when, um, when we have new situations that we get scared of, and we don't know how to conquer them. And so it's important for us to take control of our thoughts. And, um, you know, acknowledge what's happening. So that we can say, okay, yeah, I have something I have to learn from. Um, I have something that's new. How do I fix it? How do I conquer this? I may fail. I may fail a couple times. But um, that's okay because I'm learning from it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it all takes practice. Um, you and I both practice even though we preach. <laughs> but we have to practice exactly what we're talking about. And exactly what we're trying to help with everybody. We're not perfect. Um, I know I will never be perfect. And I struggle all the time. But that's okay because I know the tools that I have can help me to keep getting better. Right. Right. And so, you know, today we're talking about control and how we control our thoughts. And um, 
all our thoughts come from circumstances. They start from a certain situation that we're going through. So if it's, you know, say it's your game and you're, you're a kid or you're a coach and you're going through this game and um, maybe you're one of those um, players and you're not getting enough play time. And, you know, the, the circumstance is the game. That's you can't change that as the game. But when you're thinking about the game and maybe you're not getting enough play time and um, you're thinking, gosh, you know, why isn't my coach playing me? Yeah. And that can become overwhelming with feelings really quickly, especially in a game, because you have high expectations for yourself. Your coaches have high expectations for you. Your parents have high expectations for you. Sometimes there may be scouts or other kind of outsiders that also have expectations. And it can become very overwhelming. And if you're not even getting that playing time, you you know, you can feel mad, sad, frustrated, and just a why, you know. Um, but with that control, we have to be able to recognize our feelings and be able to take action on them. Exactly. Right? So if I'm feeling really frustrated because my coach isn't putting me in and I just sit there all mad, mad and butthurt and just not being a good teammate, not paying attention to the game, not listening to my coaches, how is that benefiting you and how is that benefiting your team? Exactly. So, I mean, because what are your actions when you're – you know, when you're feeling so frustrated and you're upset and your actions are mad, like you said, what's your result? You're not getting anywhere, right? You're no. still you're still not going to play because now your attitude sucks. You know, you're not um, you're not being a team player. You're not rooting your team on. You're not, you know, playing to your best because you're upset because you're frustrated about not playing. Right. Yeah. And your actions speak louder than your words. Exactly. Exactly. But what happens if you change that thought instead yeah. of, you know, gosh, I'm frustrated because I'm not playing. And you said, okay, I am frustrated because I'm not playing, but okay. I'm going to change my actions. What do I do? Yeah. And so instead of, you know, sitting there and not being a team player, Show the coaches why you should be playing, you know, um, and you don't have to show that on the court. Being on the bench is just as important. Um, being a team player, you know, cheering on your teammates, helping your teammates on the bench who may not know a play or get them hyped up and, you know, just be excited. And your coaches see that way more than, you know, I won't even look at a girl if she's sitting there with bad attitude and you know I'm like okay you don't want to play I can tell you don't want to play right because that energy that you have on the bench correlates straight to the court I tell my girls that every time I say bench energy is exactly how everyone's going to play on the court right exactly I mean you just and it, it goes for anything it's not just the game but if you think about you know how you come across any situation you know, if you're a coach and you're, um, you know, upset for something that a kid did, but you're not shaking it, 
you know, and you keep that instead of instead of getting upset about it and not shaking it, saying, okay, I'm going to teach them later, or this is a learning experience for all of us. And so we're going to take this as a learning and we're, we're going to learn as a team now because uh, this has happened and I want to make it better. So there's, yeah. there's always those bridge thoughts, but we have to be in control of those thoughts in a way that benefits all of us. Well, you know, like we yeah. said, it's that energy. So if you're creating a negative energy, if you're a coach or a player, then that energy is completely distributed to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And all of this comes down to practice. Like we were saying, you know, you and I practice our control of our emotions all the time. So being able to say, okay, this is what happened. This is my thoughts about what happened. These are my feelings. And then having the action of what you did about the feelings. And then that will show you your results. So if you can go through that line and be able to break it down and see, okay, when I was frustrated because I wasn't playing, I sat back, I had a bad attitude, and I continued not to play in the game. That's your result. Your result, I didn't play. Okay, but what could I have done? That bridge, right? So instead of taking my frustrated feeling and having a bad attitude, I could have said, all right, let's go team, having a great attitude, cheering on my teammates, doing everything I could on the bench. And as a teammate, the result could either be you get recognized by a coach or you get to play. You know, even if you don't get to play, you were still a good teammate and you could have helped get the win. Well, and you're still going to be recognized for that. You know, your coach is going to yeah. see that. And he's going to say, hey, you know, maybe this is the kid on the bench that I'm going to look to to, you know, get the hype up and get the energy going for the whole team. And maybe that's, yeah. you know, that's going to maybe be your role. And sometimes that happens. Maybe you aren't the best player in the on the team, and but you're the best motivator. What's wrong with exactly. that? Exactly. And that's just as important Exactly. in any sport. And it all comes down to your actions. And it also plays a part in asking your coaches, taking action on your thoughts. I'm frustrated that I didn't play in the game today. I still tried my best to be a great teammate, but ask your coaches, what can I do better? Why didn't I play today? Exactly. And that's going to give you more results than anything. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's all a matter of, of keeping that control of your thoughts and, you know, knowing what you want, you know, do you want to be that, that team player that everyone is excited to be around and excited to play the game because they know no matter what they can look up to you, or are you going to be that person that everyone that brings the whole team down because you're sitting at the end of the bench mad because you're not in mad because you're not playing. Energy's contagious. Exactly. That's the biggest thing. If you're upset, all your teammates are going to drop their heads. Yep. If the bench is, or if you're bringing up energy, everyone's going to bring up the energy. Exactly. So, Allie, you had a big, long weekend of tournaments this weekend, right? Every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you see this weekend that um, you as a coach and other coaches can learn from? Yeah, so on Sunday, um, 
we went from Saturday having wins on wins on wins and the gyms are just booming with energy. Um, and Sunday we had an early morning game. We're missing a couple of our um, starting players, but that means that everyone else who might usually sit the bench is going to get playing time. Um, it was a little early, but it wasn't, you know, it's not the earliest game they've ever had. Um, I had like a lot of early. It's like 10.45. Oh, it's not early. <laughs> exactly. The the day before, we had a game at 9 in the morning. Like, <laughs> um, But, you know, it's a Sunday. They had a bunch of games before, so I'll give it to them. Um, but they just kind of showed up with no energy. Um, they weren't in unison as we're, you know, stretching and warming up. And I have to say, okay, everyone on the line, you know, final four again, because you guys can't be a team here, right? So, you know, try to get them into check. Um, we just didn't have any kind of leaders, you know, no one was in control of their feelings. Um, during the game so we had lots of our really great girls who are doing a good job doing the best that they can um but if we try to help them they weren't taking what we were saying and adjusting and as a coach you can only say the same thing over and over over so many times (laughs) to the whole team not even just like the same person over and over and um, not focusing on what we excelled at the day before just because we're missing a couple players. Um, so as a coach, it's really hard. You know, I'm trying to get everyone. I'm like, you know, energy, energy. I need you to step up as a leader. I need you to step up as a leader. You know, pick up your teammates. Let's go. Let's go. And, you know, no one's just catching on, you know, no one's getting it. Um. So we, as coaches, tried different ways to get them to, you know, pick it up. Because, you know, we weren't down by 20 points or down by seven, right? We got lots of time. We can come back from that. Sure. Um, And so, you know, we tried, you know, just railing it into them. You know, yelling, 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 trying to get it. Wasn't working. Okay, we tried gently talking to them hey, we're okay. We're going to get this. You know, we got to just play as a team, do these little things, and you guys are going to get it. And that that's me. I'm like, hey, shake it off. You're doing good. Okay? Don't stress. Leave it behind. Move on. Let's play better. Right? Um, pick up your teammates. Things like that. Girls on the bench. Hey, I need energy here. If you guys drop your heads, the whole team's going to drop their heads. Right? We play through the buzzer. So I think it's really important for any coach, whether you're down by five, you're down by one, or you're down by 50, um, you have to keep encouraging, right? Um, I tried to keep my energy as high as I could because I thought we could get back. I thought we were going to do it. You know, we had a point where we were getting close. Um, But as a coach, you can only do so much. Right. So game time's over. We lose by five, which is totally okay. But everybody's heads dropped. No one's talking to each other. 
And even our starting our starting three that were there, they didn't have that same energy that they usually did. So, you know, we we go after you know go after them, I guess, a little bit after the game, you know. We can only help so much. You guys are the ones that have to play. You have to keep yourselves up. You guys have to show up. Um, and it's okay to lose. And I think losing is really good for any team, even the top teams. Sure. I mean, that really shows how you can control your emotions right there. Right? And that will show if you want to get better or if you're okay with being stagnant. Um. But yeah, just, I mean, it's really important for a coach to control those emotions. Like, you can be mad, but wins and losers aren't really the importance. It's how hard the girls are working or how any player are working. Right. Because if you're mad, what does that do? It just brings them down even further, right? So Exactly. It's a learning for a coach to be able to shake off their anger, too, you know, is, is the same as the kids. Because yeah. as a coach, you get frustrated because, gosh, you really wanted to see that win. But, again, it was a learning experience. So yeah. why couldn't they get into it? You know, were they just tired from the day before? Were yeah. they, you know, did they did they have played too much? So does that mean you have to condition more? Does that mean they have to just be more prepared? What is the, what's the solution? It, it was honestly very bizarre because we played that team the day before. And we beat them by, like, 20 points. Um, and I, so I'm curious if it's just because we had those two kids missing or if are we lingering to what happened yesterday and letting it affect how we were playing, mm-hmm. you know, like that Saturday to Sunday. Like, like you have to just confident. leave it. Or just – having those mistakes just cloud over them. You know what I mean? Um, I had one of my girls yesterday in the same game. She was about to foul out. She had four fouls. And, you know, I figured she was going to get her five by how she was playing. Um, And it, you know, really brought her down. And so I'm like, are you still thinking about what happened yesterday? Like, we can't, this isn't, even though we're playing the same team, you can't, it's a brand new game. It's zeros. Zeros across the board. And that game doesn't even matter anymore. Right. This game matters. So, as a team, as a whole, everyone has to be controlled their emotions. Just like we were saying, the bench correlates to the court, you know? If you don't have one person stepping up with the good energy and wanting to pick up their team, then... You're stuck. The whole team's going to be stuck. Exactly. Exactly. And so, I mean, it's just so control to recap just a little bit. It's all about controlling your emotions, understanding when you have a time where you don't feel right, where, you know, if, if you're not in that positive, you know, state of mind, you don't always have to be, no one is, and that's fine, but understanding why understanding what is happening, what circumstance is creating that feeling and where you want to take that. Do yeah. you want to get over that? Do you want to have a better game? Do you want to perform better no matter what it is that you're doing? Or 
Sometimes it just feels better just to be in that negative space for a second. As long as you don't stay there, you know? Yeah, it's just understanding everything. Understanding why I feel this way. And then being able to see the cause effect and then take action. Exactly. Exactly. So, awesome. Well, Allie, I think we're going to do it. We're going to... We got through our third episode. Yay. And um, we'll have another one next week. And um, what's the second C that we're going to go over next week? Confidence. Confidence. So we're getting more confidence in our episodes. Our our, uh, positive mental attitude is getting better. And we're going to talk about it next week. Yep, just keep practicing that control. We'll learn how to practice our confidence and we're just going to keep building. And we will too. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, everyone have a great week and uh, keep up that control. See you soon. Yes, thank you for joining us.